This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. All right, as promised, let's talk about beauty salons and spas and should the government be stepping in to regulate this industry in order to protect consumers. This all follows the case of Danielle Nadeau. A lot of people may have heard her story. This is the Vancouver woman who went to a spa in Vancouver for laser hair removal on her legs. She says it was very painful. She went in for multiple sessions at this spa. She said the last one that she had was very intensely painful, more than usual, and she ended up with scars on her legs. I mean, this widely reported story, a lot of photos you may have seen on the news or social media showing the scars on her legs. It looks terrible. Absolutely awful. All these scars up and down her legs, she says, from laser hair removal. She's suing the spa involved. Now, the spa here says that they do millions of these treatments successfully without any problem but they say there can sometimes be adverse reactions caused by exposure to the sun or allergies or if people put certain lotions or medications on their body or their skin but they say it will resolve itself over time that lawsuit though still going ahead but think about this now is this a case for consumer protection should the government step in here and regulate spas and beauty salons in british columbia let's check in with greg robbins now executive director of the beauty council of western canada hi greg hey mike thanks for coming on tell me about the beauty council who do you guys represent there so the, over the Beauty Council, we're a member-based association uh, designed to support education, community, and professionalism in the personal care industry. Um, okay. We also offer an advanced program in disease prevention and control called Beauty Safe. Okay, I'm, I know you're familiar with this story of, uh, of this woman whose legs were scarred. Uh, what did you think of that? Have you talked to her, by the way, Danielle Nadeau? We haven't spoken to Danielle, and of course, this case is proceeding towards the courts. So we're going yeah, to just yeah. let it uh, proceed as as go. But of course, we're we're not happy to see this once again pop up in the media, and frankly, we're not uh, we're not surprised, unfortunately. Okay, and when you say again, so there's been similar cases before. So there have been similar instances where people have been um, uh, injured in per- personal care establishments. So that's you know, hair care services, skin care, barbering, shaving, nail care waxing, the list goes on. Uh, the, the point is many of these do not ever end up in a, in a formal court case, uh, but rather the injured people sort of go, go on their way and, and just forget about it. But we hear of this often, both from operators and from the public. Okay, obviously not the type of stories you want to see uh, in your industry. What do you think should be done about it? 
So what's really needed is a return to the kind of regulation that was around before 2003, which really required people who operate these personal care establishments to be properly trained, certified, and licensed to do what they do. All right, so government regulation, licensing, training. So we used to have that in BC before? We did, up till 2003, and then the uh, government uh, took that away, along with a number of other trades. Uh, the, this is a trade a lot of us uh, don't realize. It's actually a, more of a trade because it's a hands-on sort of thing. Um, several of those trades did get their certification licensing requirements returned to them, probably in the interest of public safety. Um, but, you know, the, the personal care industry has been left, uh, left without any re-regulation at all. All right, I do recall that at the time with the BC Liberal Party in, in power then and the government relaxing these regulations. Why did they do that? What did the, why did the government say they were do, uh, deregulating the industry back then? What was the reason they did it? So there were two sort of sides to the equation, and actually I, I have to do more research on it, but from, from what we've seen and what we know, it's sort of a sort of an overall mentality to reduce red tape, and we're yeah. seeing that over in Alberta a lot. Right. So this notion of too much government and, and relaxing, and furthermore, I don't believe, and again, I don't have access to the numbers, but I don't know that it was a revenue-positive uh, uh, situation for the government. The cost of maintaining and enforcing regulation was probably greater than, than the revenue. Right, but I, I recall the government saying, like, you know, let's get the government out of the face of business, and we don't need to overregulate with red tape. And mm -hmm. I guess most businesses would kind of agree with that. Typically, you don't want to be overregulated. But I find it interesting that you're an industry group, and you actually want regulation, right? Yeah, we do actually. Yeah. And you know, there's I, I agree. There's look, there's red tape, and that is multiple forms and standing in line and get, being on hold forever, and just not being able to conduct your business. But this is really a question of public safety. And a whole lot has changed since 2003. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. It's not your mom and pop hairdressing place anymore. We're talking needles. We're talking blood being drawn. Um, we've got machines like lasers on the go. A lot has happened since 03. What circumstances would they draw blood at a spa? So blood is drawn often. Um, waxing is a very typical instance of uh, the breaking of what's called the sanitary barrier. Um, that is when you when you when you see blood. Um, not only that, but when in many nail care uh, instances, especially with pedicures or manicures, uh, there's a tool called a nipper that is used to trim um, uh, cuticles, and those can. Uh, draw blood if if the nipper isn't used properly, and there are a lot mm. of new sort of hip barbering places that are around where you know guys are wielding pretty sharp razors up against some pretty delicate skin, and it's not difficult to uh, to nick the skin and draw blood. Okay, if you did go for this kind of regulations or licensing, what are your member businesses telling you? Are they saying, yeah, we want to be regulated? Please, please get the government to regulate us. 
There are a lot. Yes. Yeah. As a matter of fact, um, haven't done a comprehensive study. However, many of our members are very pro-regulation. Uh, the reason being that a lot of people have gone to school and got the proper training, and so they'll drop yeah. between fifteen and twenty thousand dollars on a proper education. Um, you know, open up a real business in a real location with an actual business license, and and perform their job with a degree of pride and professionalism that you know they've worked hard for and paid money for. Well, then some YouTube uh, kid comes along and self-trains and opens up in their basement without a business license and and starts. Mm-hmm. Um, Competing with them, but not so much competing with them, but really performing the craft uh, and the trade without any proper attention to to the safety of the client. What kind of training do people get now? If, if, you know, if you go to a beauty salon or a spa or something like that, or what kind of reasonable confidence can you can a consumer have that the person treating them has been trained properly? Wow, that's a great question. You know, unfortunately, there's no real. Um, there's no real place for people to actually go ahead and say, can I see the license on the wall? Right. The same the way, you know, if you were to walk into a dentist, where's your, <laughs> where's your stuff up on the wall? Where are your uh, 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 certificates? And, and how do I know that you are actually went to school for this stuff? There is no such thing in this, in this industry at all. If you could, you could go in and get a spa service and have all sorts of things done to you and the walls don't need to have any licenses on, on them and there's no required certification um, needed by the operator whatsoever. So there, there's really no standard. What about, let's, let's say a consumer is listening to this and thinking like, wow, I want to make sure that if I'm going to a salon or a spa that I'm going to be safe, I'm not going to be injured, that the person who's working on me has got proper training and skills. Is there any way that a consumer can protect themselves in that situation? So, yeah, it does get downloaded to the consumer for sure, Mike. It, yeah. it, it becomes sort of their responsibility to ask those questions. Uh, where did you go to school and how long have you been practicing for? And um, these are the basics. Those are the fundamentals. And, and, and generally, most people who are proud of what they do will list their education on, let's say, just as easy as their website. Um, I would not recommend consumers depend on Google reviews or Yelp reviews. Those are very subjective and usually, uh, you know, not based on on much research or facts. So just those basic fundamental questions. Um, We do offer certification programs and verification that that people who are in the industry who may or may not have the proper certification, at least a, a certain amount of comfort to customers that, you know, if there's a, if they do carry our certificate of qualification, they're not just making it up as they go along. All right. Speaking to Greg Robbins, he's the executive director of the Beauty Council of Western Canada. They want closer regulation of the industry for spas and, and salons. What kind of uh, regulation would you like to see? Mandatory training, licensing? How would it work? Yes, mandatory training um, would be would be the step one, and that typically is involves at least fifteen hundred hours of of educate, combined education and what's called an apprenticeship program. So kind of similar to what you might see, let's say, with plumbers or electricians, um, and then a graduated system up and out of uh, you know the student level into a junior into a junior role. Uh, usually around one or two years, and then sort of finally off you go and 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 do your thing. So uh, along the lines of other trades, where we know that the person who's wiring a building or plumbing a building is reasonably competent to get the job done without jeopardizing the safety of anybody, you know, in, in the future. Right, right. Yeah. Would it increase prices to the consumer? I mean, if a business has to go through licensing, what they might think is red tape. Is that going to cost money? Do they pass that, those costs on to the consumer and prices go up? 
The pricing was uh, $65 a year per individual, and so that would, I mean, wow. the, the, the price would be neg- really very little. In fact, I would venture to say that the savings that insurance companies would offer properly trained uh, individuals would, would far outweigh any cost of licensing. Interesting. All right, Greg, thanks for coming on to talk about it. My pleasure, Mike. Thank you. Okay, I appreciate it. Greg Robbins, Executive Director, the Beauty Council of Western Canada, who represents spas, hair salons,